This is Queen Ari. I'm on here for today's Sunday Manor. Welcome, 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 welcome. You guys, I'm so excited that you decided to join in. Those who are looking live and those who are going to look at the recording later understand that the same power that is that flows presently is the same power that you can get when you look at the replay. God is doing something so uh, majestic. He's doing something so new for us. He wants to reach everyone. And so if it takes us being online and worshiping him, we're going to do that because there's some people that may never enter the four walls of the church, but uh, technologies and media such as um, this right here gives us the opportunity to be a light the way that God has called and has chosen us to be. Like I, like I always say, when I do the Sunday manners, I felt led to do these. And you have to understand that when God leads you to do anything, when you be obedient, you're going to see the manifestation of what it is that he has for your life. There is a blessing that is attached to the obedience. God is not just having you do things for a sense of control or to say that, you know, um, you know, I can rule you or this or that. He's not that type of God, but he's the type of God that wants you to have a fulfilled life. And I really uh, feel this. We're going to flow. Um, I really feel this. Of course, I, I, I have some stuff already, but I'm going to flow because um, you have to understand. And I'm reiterating this, you guys. I'm going to keep reiterating re, uh, re, um, this message. When you flow and operate in the purpose, the position that God has chosen you for, that is when you're going to be the most fulfilled. That is when you're going to get the greatest blessings because that's what you were created for. We were all created to worship God. But do you know that it, it is considered worship when you are in position, when you are operating and doing the very thing that God has chosen you for, you are literally worshiping God with your life. It's not just about a song but it's about a lifestyle. So use your life as worship unto God by agreeing with the purpose that he has for your life. You're not too young enough. Get young. Get that out of your mind. Age has nothing to do with it. God uses a donkey. He can use a young kid. He can use a young teenager, a young adult. God can use who he pleases. Stop counting yourself out from being used because true indeed, you are the answer to another person's prayer. Know that there are certain groups that God will allow you to reach that another person may not necessarily be able to reach. So you have to be willing to allow God to use you. It doesn't mean that you have to be on a pulpit preaching and teaching. That's not what it means. It means for the very thing that he's chosen you for, operate in that thing. If it is in Hollywood, operate and be a light in Hollywood. If it's in the government, operate with within that and be a light within that system. You have to learn how to use what you have to bring glory to God. I'm going to repeat that. You have to learn how to use what you have to bring glory to God. Do not hoard. Keep, you know, your gifts that God has given you to yourself, gifts are to be given away. You know, and as you give things away, God will replenish you and give you more back because he's looking and saying, wow, the very thing that I've given them, they're using it. So I'm going to open up or give them grace to use even more gifts. You, you all, God is the God of multiplication. He's the God of more than enough. He's the God that wants to bless us beyond belief. And it's not, a just, it's not just about us obtaining 
things. You know, it's not about, you know, I can have 10 cars or 10 houses. It's not about that, but it's about the God that wants to give you so much greater because you're following after the plan because he loves you, because you are literally the apple of his eye. And as you obtain these things from, as you are walking on the God path that he's chosen you for, it's given God the glory. People ask, well, how did you do that? You know, some people may be stressing and worrying, you know, working. Um, listen, it's good to work hard. I work hard, but I also understand that God gives me the power to do what I do, that he literally gives me the grace to produce, to, to have the results that I produce. It's not just about me, but it's the God in me. That's what you have to understand, you guys. So, you know, a person can be like, you know, I have to, uh, to, to, toil or whatever for 12 hours a day or, or whatever then I look what I have look what I have that is not it it is about allowing the grace of God to come up on your life and saying father I will spend two hours with you per day to get the wisdom and the knowledge that I need and he will show you how to literally work smarter and not 12 hours a day are harder. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with working 12 hours a day. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, understand where the blessing is coming from. Understand what Deuteronomy 8.18 talks about. It is him that gives us power to get wealth. And so I'm sharing all of this because true indeed, as we use the gifts, as we go forth with the very thing that God has called us for, you know, then we're going to see the manifestation of what he has for our lives, you guys. Get out of the way. You do have what it takes because God is on the inside of you. This message that we're going to go forth with today is going to be um, within the same vein of what God has been sharing with me. He won't let it up. He won't let it go. So I'm not going to let go talking about it because I understand if God keeps giving it to me, it is for some, there's somebody out there that needs to hear. There's somebody out there that needs to get it. Sometimes one time isn't enough, but we need to hear it again to say, whoa, you're speaking to me so that we can be broken up out of the pattern that is unprofitable. Okay. So you guys, this is for you. This is for you to share with someone else because literally this is the time, the season, and the hour to operate in the purpose that God has chosen you for because guess what again? there's somebody that needs to see the light. There are souls that need to be saved, souls that need to know who God is, that need to feel the love of God, and they will feel it and experience it as we are in position, as we are following purpose, okay? So you guys, we're going to flow and go like I normally do. I like to um, play a song as we go forth with, and today when I was um, at service, you know, when I was getting my food earlier today from, um, you know, from a physical uh, church, we were, they were ministering this song and it's, it's, it's been in my spirit for a long time, but it really kept replaying. And so when I thought about what to play, what to go forth with, this is what it was. So we're going to go forth with this. Just begin to inhale and exhale. If you came in here with heavy burdens, if you came in here with stresses, with any type of thing that would cause you know you to be distracted, let it go. Cast your cares on God for He cares for you. 
Yes, that is who you are, and God, you are a way maker, way maker. And I pray that as we listen to this song, as we get to just, you know, cast our cares on God and worship Him, that truly situations that you didn't know how we're going to be fixed, that God is fixing them. He's turning literally things around for your good. He is making a way out of nowhere. He's giving you the wisdom that you need to proceed. And at the end of it, you're going to say, <laughs> it was nobody but God. God, only you did this. Only you did this. Know that God is a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. A miracle worker. Sometimes we need miracles. The miracle is that we tried everything that we know to do, but now it's like, God, I need you to step in and for you to really make a way. And that is when He does His work. He does best work when things seem impossible. He does his best work when we feel like giving up. Honestly, He does his best work. So I just want you guys to just be encouraged and I'm going to just worship him and just let him speak to you. Let him speak to you. He is a miracle worker. Yes. Yes, he worship you, God. You are here, God. Yes, you are here to make every heart. We worship you, God. Give our lives, Father, for your name's sake, for your glory. Yes. Yes, and as you begin to sing Waymaker, you know, as you begin to sing the lyrics of the song, I believe God is becoming, He already is those things that you're going to recognize more. Like, wow, Lord, you are this, you are that. And so, Father, we just we just worship you. We just worship you, God. We acknowledge your greatness. We acknowledge who you are. We acknowledge your peace, Father. We acknowledge your love, Father. We acknowledge who you are, Father, in our lives, Father. You are the lover, the friend. You are the husband, man. First and foremost, to the church, Father, we acknowledge and accept your sovereignty, Father. But we reverence you, Father. We honor you, understanding that there is no one greater than you, Father. There's no one that can match up to you. You are great, Father God, and you are the great I am. You are the I am that I am, and you're everything that we need, Father. So we worship you, God. We worship you, Father, for you have Show yourself mighty and strong and faithful in our lives time after time after time. And we understand that you're not going to stop now, but you will constantly show up in our lives, Father God. You will be the way maker that we need. You will be the helper, Father God, that we need, Father God. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus for single mothers, Father God, that need help. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that God is the way maker for you, that he will help you financially. He will help you raise up your children. They will respect you and honor you. 
Hallelujah. I just rebuke the spirit of disrespect in the children of single parent family homes and I release the love of God in those homes that they can be transformed, that they can literally allow the blood of God to see their parents as trying everything they can to provide us, trying everything they can to raise them up. They will see and respect and honor the, the love of God and the, their parent that is placed before them. I just release a strength unto single parents right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray and declare to see that your children shall rise up, they shall call you blessed. They shall not deal with trauma because of the brokenness of the home, but they shall be raised up. They shall be raised up honoring and going forth with God. They shall have on the heart of God to go forth the way He's them to be. To be, there will be no trauma in the name of Jesus. There will be no trauma in the name of Jesus in their lives. I just be peace over the single family, single parent family homes in the name of Jesus. Peace to them. And I speak to anyone that has dealt with abuse, verbal abuse, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, any type of abuse. I speak to you and I declare and decree that you shall know that you are free. Who the Son has set free. John 8 36 is free indeed. Understand that God has told you to be free. Yes, the situation happened to you, but God saying that I am the great, I'm the great killer, the great deliverer. You do not have to allow trauma to control your life. I am living proof that trauma does not have to control your life. So understand that God is here to kill you, to deliver you, to set you free in the name of Jesus. Any traumatic situation that you dealt with, anyone that's even dealt with, I feel this, anyone that's even dealt with, um, natural disasters where they were, hurricanes, earthquakes, whatever it is, and they have a fear. They're not settled on the inside. I speak right now in the name of Jesus, peace be unto your soul. In the name of Jesus, that you are whole spirit, soul, and body, that God has called you to trust in him. He's called you to rely on him. He's called you to understand that he's your protector and that you're still here. That is confirmation that he got you covered. I speak right now to the whole man and even to people that have been feeling like even if they're having gone through natural um, disasters, that those who have gone through spiritual disasters, it seems like they are spiritually shaken up and spiritual warfare is trying to choke the life out of them. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that that spirit is bound in the name of Jesus that you shall recognize your authority, you shall recognize who you are in God and you shall draw the line and tell the enemy he cannot trespass over your life any further. I declare and I decree with the peace of God, with God himself, that you shall keep moving forward, that you shall understand that God is with you. He will never leave you not to take you through any type of spiritual storm. I declare and I decree that you shall be revived and refreshed and you shall come out better than you went in. You will not look like what you've been through because God is faithful. God is the one that will cover you, protect you, and he will let you know, I've been with you. Even though you went through hell, you don't come, you don't leave smelling like hell. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that heaven sit be released upon your people. Heaven sit, Father God. For whatever situations that we may have faced in our lives, I thank you, Father, that we come out better than we went in in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the very thing the enemy meant for bad, bad, that you have turned that thing around for our good. I thank you, Father, that you've taken us from the pit to the palace for your name's sake. I thank you, God, that we understand that it was for your glory. It was for your glory and that you can take whatever type of situation, big or small, and you can cause that thing, Father God, to, to bow down to the name of Jesus. You can cause that thing 
to submit to the word of God, you can cause that thing to submit to you and that that thing will not have rulership over the people of God. That thing cannot prevent the people of God from moving to their palace experience. I declare and decree that the pit experience, many have experienced that it's coming, the pit season is coming to an end and that in the name of Jesus, the palace season is beginning. We give you all the thanks, all the glory, all the honor. And Father, I feel led to pray this. And I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that those who are older in age, I thank you, Father, that they will not disqualify themselves because of age, but they will allow you to work through them, Father God, understanding you choose and you work through who you, who you please to work through. Whoever you choose to work through, that is who is going to be the best. So I thank you, Father, that the older generation do not give up because they see the millennials, they see the other younger generations coming forth, but they stand, stand firm within you, understanding who you've called them to be, that they stand firm and understand that you did not make a mistake when you chose them, that you did, you are not calling them, you're not, you're not um, calling them out, you're not, you're not um, calling them to be um, left behind, Father God, but you have needed them. Let your, Father God, glory be revealed and then give them the peace, give them the wisdom, Father, that they need to proceed. Help them, Father God, stay in position and not be um, scared off or not feel like they're not needed, Lord. I just thank you for the older generation that they continue to stand firm. They continue to give the wisdom to the younger generations and they continue to operate in their place. And Father, be willing to move and to make the necessary adjustments. So I just thank you and I praise you, Father God, for just all of your people, for even the pastors and the leadership um, that are in place, Father God. Give them strength. Give them the resource they need. I thank you that every leader is tapping on into you like never before, even more, even greater for what it is that you're saying right now, Father. Let us be um, releasing in season manna, Father God, and whatever you give us a release for, Father, the future and, and even further, Father, or whatever it is, I thank you, Father, that it be on target. In the name of Jesus, I just worship you, praise you, and just um, bless your holy name. We just worship you, Father God. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We worship you. Inhale and we exhale. Yes, God is amazing. God is absolutely amazing. Worship changes things, you guys. Worship shifts the atmosphere. Worship shifts your situation. My pastor talks about it a lot, about how important it is to worship and, um, you know, to worship, acknowledge God, pray, um, uh, you know, listen to, uh, sing to God, however it is that he's called you to, to go forth. It is important to do that because things are actually shifting and moving and changing on your behalf. You have to understand that. And so I wanted to get on here today to remind you guys of this. And now we're going to flow and go forever how long that leads us to to go. But I wanted to release, we're going to start out by releasing this word. And again, um, welcome to those who are tuning in now and to those who will tune in later. Um, I'm going to release this word that God gave me. He's been having me talk about the Joseph experience. And he's having me kind of stay within that because I want to let you know that the pit experience or the pit season that you've been through, you're coming out in your palace season is beginning. You guys, you have to grab a hold of that. So this is what God had released to me. Um, he was saying that your Joseph experience was for your making. 
God wanted you to know that no matter what happened or happens, nothing can stop the plan, the God plan for your life. You are wiser. You are more mature, more willing to move and trust God. And because of that, God can use you more now. Get ready for your palace season. Your palace season is near. It, it was, it's not just for you, but it's for the people that you're going to help. It is for the souls that will be saved and helped through your life, through you. There is a shift of influence that is coming your way. You know, you you, there's a shift of influence that's coming your way. You have been elevated for his name's sake. You will look back and it will all make sense. God had you covered in your Joseph in a season and in your in your Joseph season, in your pit season. You're coming out, you're coming out of the pit and you're going into the palace, out of the pit and into the palace. They wanted to see your demise, but God is saying, I have a surprise. You will live and see the great victory in your life. You guys grab a hold of that, um, take that because when God releases anything, understand that there's going to be manifestation from it. There's so much to say about the Joseph story and I keep staying on it because God keeps allowing me to stay on it and he keeps giving me stuff from it. But I want to just um, remind you guys that whatever it is that you've, you've experienced within your life, that God has a last say, that nothing can stop the God plan for your life. Nothing can stop God's plans for your life. You have to understand that Romans 8, 28, all things are working together for your good. You have to understand that the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. You have to understand that no matter how it seems, no matter how it looks, that God's plans are working and you will see the victory. You will experience the manifestation. You will live and see what it is that God says you will have within this time. And so um, out of the pit and into the palace, you have to understand that God did not make a mistake with the dreams, with the visions, with the very thing that he's called you to move forward within your life. He didn't make a mistake. And you have to know that when God's called, when God calls you to do anything, like I talk about, there's going to be some resistance. There's going, there's going to be some testing that you will experience as you get to the full manifestation of that promise. But that's not for you to give up. It's for you to keep moving forward because you have to understand that by faith, we are going to obtain whatever it is that God said, a lot of times it's not going to make sense. A lot of times we can look and say, what in the world have I gotten myself into? When I moved from out of state and moved to Arizona, listen, a lot of things didn't make sense. I never wanted to be in Arizona. That's what you have to know, you know? And so when I was being called to come to Arizona, I had every excuse, okay, okay, I'm waiting, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I had every excuse not to come to Arizona, but then I felt within in my being, within my inward man, that God said move. He said go. I left a very good position. You know, I had got my degree. I was um, operating within my degree, you know, finally and working and moving the way that God had called me to, you know, um, engaging with the women's groups and stuff like that, actually seeing, you, you know, the ministry and stuff take off. And then I heard move. Sometimes it's not going to make sense. And I literally left everything that I knew to come here. 
It has not been easy, but God has shown me the most success, most prosperity in the natural realm and even more maturity in the spiritual realm than I've ever experienced in my life because of the obedience. You have to know that sometimes coming out of your comfort zone is gives you the push that you need to proceed to that next level. You guys, I didn't want to leave family. You know, I didn't want to leave friends and stuff like that, but I had to understand that God's plan was greater. His plan was greater than any plan that I could ever come up with, think about and say, ooh, that's good. God's plan God's plan is best, better than any of your best plans that you could ever come up with. So trust the process, trust what God wants to do for your life. You guys are something so wonderful that's going to come out of the process. Yes, Joseph went from the pit to the palace. The process was hell, but understand that he received heavenly results at the end. He received beyond expectation because he yet trusted God in a foreign land. He yet trusted God when his situations failed. He yet trusted God when nothing went as planned. He literally only had a dream. He shared what God gave him and it caused him to be rejected. It caused him to be pushed out of his comfort zone into a zone that he knew not of. The very thing that God called him to literally caused him to be you know, talked about. It caused him to be a, a attempted murder to happen upon his life. But you have to keep this in mind. It never succeeded. The evil that was sent against him never succeeded because God's hand was on his life. In the book of Genesis, you know, when it talks about the Joseph story, it talks, when I shared last week, I mentioned that it said God was with him and pretty much he was favored wherever he went. I'm paraphrasing, but God was with him and favor was up on his life. Those that when he was in a foreign land, you know, those who were um, in positions of power seeing the favor of God on his life. So you have to understand that it is working together for your good. And so what I want to highlight, and then I'm going to begin to flow any way that God has um, me flow. Um, and so those, anyone that's on here, um, uh, questions or prayer, whatever you want to say, you can leave comments and then I'll address it or we'll just keep moving and flowing as we go. But I wanted to focus on um, just two, a few verses within here, within the Joseph story. Of course, we're still within the Joseph story, talking about from the pit to the palace. And I wanted to look at this in a different light as well. I shared, some of you may have already seen it, but I shared um, a, a revelation that God gave me about, um, you know, what if it was uh, not just because, you know, Joseph's brothers wanted to kill him that pushed him out of where he was what if it was because he had outgrown the place where he was you guys we have to understand that God's perspective and the way that he thinks is different from us and he sees things that we would be like oh my gosh but trust the process trust the plan so I want to go to uh the book of Genesis chapter 37 and then verse 24 I'm gonna start here and it says and they took him and cast him in a pit and the pit was empty, and there was no water in the pit. So they took him and cast him in the pit. Their mindset was to kill him. When you're put in a pit and you have no water, and we're made of majority water, when the, uh, the body needs water to, to be able to um, sustain it, they were trying to cause him to die, dehydration, to come upon his life. They wanted to, they wanted to murder him. And then they thought, okay, well, 
put him in this pit, then they took him out of the pit. Let's 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 sell him and make some money off of this. So their plan was to kill them, but thank God for the older brother Reuben. Thank God that somebody, even though they still give evil to him, thank God that somebody was sent to speak a little wisdom to him. And but we have to remind ourselves that what the enemy meant for bad was turned around for his good. God's was God's plan was all in that plan. You guys, so even how many times have you know you've been felt like you felt like you were put in a pit you felt like lord well i just you know created the business plan in the business that you told me to but as soon as i i did that then all the investors and the people that i thought was on my side they left like what is going on you know or god like i believe i heard you to i've heard you tell me to connect with this person and that we would move forward you know into something so powerful but then they did me wrong and they left huh well maybe it's because god wanted to show you he wanted you to rely more on him while you were trying to come up with the business plan he wanted you to be more reliant reliance to have more reliance or relying on him more than you do people when it comes to a business plan it is God that gives us power to get wealth. Understand that success starts on your knees in prayer, you guys. Maybe he was trying to get you to understand that. Maybe he wanted to show you a better strategy than those who were around you. Maybe those who were around you for business were only coming to steal your ideas. And that is why he allowed them to go away. That is why he allowed them to move away. Listen, you have to trust the process. When it comes to the relationship, maybe the person that, you know, came into your life was supposed to be there for this season, but they were supposed to be there to show you what not to go after, to show you what you don't need, to show you what a wolf look like. Listen, God has his ways of, of allowing us to have uh, learning lessons out of what some people may consider lost. Like I always say, I've said this for probably years, you win some and you learn some. So do not be mad at God because you said, well, God, I heard you because I've done it before with situations. I heard you and look how it turned out but you have to take the gold out of the situation and leave the dross you know leave whatever it is that is dirty or unprofitable or whatever it is you have to learn how to take the good and then take the meat leave the bones take the good leave the bad keep moving add it to your character be up built and understand god if you allow me to go this way then that means that victory is going to come out there's something greater that i'm going to experience from this pit experience as i come out you guys we have to grab a hold of that and then i wanted to i'm gonna share more about that and then i wanted to go to genesis chapter 41 and then start at verse 37 so people will try to put you in and make you experience pit, pit experiences. They'll try to make you go through hell. But you have to know that God can take, all it takes is one moment, one move from God to transform you or to um, transition you from the pit to the palace. It just takes one person of great influence to say, I've been following you. You know, and I've been praying about how I was supposed to approach you to be the investor that you need. It just takes one billionaire, one millionaire to fund all of the God visions that he told you you would have. Listen, do not give up on God because his strategies and his ways, we cannot count. They're unlimited, you guys. So um, I, I read the verse about his pit, the beginning of his pit experience or what his brothers thought. They thought, oh, we're going to get rid of him. You know, they were threatened. 
by what it was that he shared. Well, if we could at least kill him or get rid of him, the vision will never come to pass. No weapon formed against you will prosper and nothing can stop the plans, the purpose, the promise of God. Get that in your spirit. Nothing can stop the purpose, the plans, or the promises of God. Your God plan is not going to be void. It's not going to be nullified because it's God's plan. Who can stop God? Who is big enough to box with God? Who literally can shut the mouth of God? Who can tie the, the hands of God? Lucifer tried and he became Satan and look at look how far he got. He didn't get very far. He's defeated. So you guys, you have to understand that when God sets a plan, it's going to work for your life. So the pit season may have happened, but the palace season is on the way, you guys. You have to grab a, grab a hold of it. Genesis 41, chapter 37. I'm going to start there. It says, Joseph's rise to power. It's Joseph's rise to power. And um, let me see here. Let me just remind you of this. In chapter 37, I'm just going to go back a little bit. Chapter 37 says, Joseph dreams of greatness. He's dreamed of greatness and he experienced a pit palace. But then it talks about, in chapter 41, Joseph's rise to power. It says in chapter 37, so the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. Joseph had gave the, uh, Pharaoh a strategy of what to do for his dream. He had created the first huge business deal period as recorded um, to save generations and in chapter and in verse 38 it says and Pharaoh said to his servants can we find such a one as this a man in whom is the spirit of God 39 then Pharaoh said to Joseph in as much as God has shown you all of this there is no one as discerning and wise as you you shall be over my house <laughs> and all my people shall be rude according to your word only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you listen how you go into a foreign land and the president is there and you literally come into the president's house as a foreigner and you now in second command he even said you give word rule to everyone but be because, you know, I'm on the throne, I'll just have that greater rule over you just being on the throne, but you go ahead and speak and, and, and tell people what to do and, and how to operate and how to move. What? That is the position of a power of, of the uh, palace season, the palace experience that God wants us to understand that we have for our lives, you guys. You're not going to always stay in a pit season, a pit experience, but you're going to have palace experiences. The very thing that was sent to kill you could be the very thing that God uses to bless your life. I say this often, but I'm going to keep saying it, you guys. There was favor always found on Joseph's life because God was with him. You have dreamt of greatness, but you have to understand circumstances cannot stop the plans of God. Understand that Joseph's rejection was for his elevation. His family rejected him, but guess what? Elevation and promotion was on the way. Rejection can cause elevation. A pit experience cannot stop the plan of God. Prison could not stop 
of the plan of God. Nothing can stop the plan of God. God's plans will stand, will always stand from the pit to the palace you shall experience. Truth be told, like I mentioned earlier, when before we start praying, that Joseph outgrew his environment. What if Joseph literally just outgrew his environment? You have to understand that every vision and dream you tell people, they may not understand. It goes over their head and it's because God gave it to you. You have to understand that you cannot stay around small-minded people. I'm not saying right people off to cut them off, but I'm saying you have to move and connect yourself with the people that are going to understand and nurture the very vision and things that God has for your life. Yes, the people that may not understand can be used to help for the development of your character, but you cannot sit and give all your pearls to swine. You cannot sit and give everything that you have to people that are just going to misjudge you, people that are just want to use you, people that just want to abuse you. You guys, like I said, this is not a cutoff message, but this is literally a, a discernment and waking up a, a message to be awakened to understand that there's purpose. There was purpose within the pit experience. There was purpose, but nothing can stop the you from moving to your palace experience. The process don't feel good, but God has heaven results, heavenly results at the end of this thing. All throughout it, he has shown, truth be told, think about your life. All throughout everything that you've been through, God has yet shown himself faithful. He has yet shown himself strong within your life. He has yet shown you, even though you may not be exactly where you want to be, you may not be completely in that palace season, palace experience, but he has shown you that he's your provider, that he's your friend, that he's your protector. You may have been in environments and prison situations, prison experiences, but that couldn't stop God's plan on your life. He kept you in prison. He kept you in those prison experiences. He kept you in those pit experiences because he had greatness on the inside of you that had to come out. Listen, you guys, there is a reason as to why you go through the process that you go through. So forgive those who have wrote you off. Forgive those who have came in your life, used, abused you, and thought that they was going to suck you dry. Understand that when you tap into God, you're connected to a well that never runs dry. So your resources will never run dry. I declare and decree that those that try to come into your life, and even my life or whatever has happened in the past that I haven't received the um, um, the replenishing or, or manifestation from, I declare and I decree that you shall be refreshed. Your finances shall be refreshed. Your soul shall be restored. Everything, your time shall be restored. God is the redeemer of time. I declare and decree that literally the experience, the palace of season and experience that you're coming into is going to be so much greater than what you thought that you wanted. It's going to be so much greater and you're going to re receive so much more back from what you had or what you began with, you guys, okay? Grab that thing. Whoever thought that they were going to see your demise, they thought they was going to see your destruction, they thought they was going to, you know, um, be jealous and envious and, and give you the wrong directions for business or give you the wrong directions for whatever it is that God told you to go, go forth with, God is going to deal with them. You forgive and let them go. Forgive and let them go. If their heart is continually evil, God will deal with them and they shall fall in the pit that they set for you. Understand, I'm not speaking ill upon anybody, but certain people's actions cause themselves to have certain reactions and certain consequences within your life. As you sow a seed, you shall reap what you sow. If you sow an apple seed, you're going to get an apple tree. You sow evil and you're bitter, hateful, do all sorts of things to people, manipulate them, do wrong to them, 
you pray and ask God to forgive you, but there's certain consequences that can, can come back unto you. You have to understand God, that, you guys, okay? So understand that God can redeem whatever the enemy thought he took from you within that pit experience, whoever he thought he was using to abuse you or to, to cause you to stop moving forward with the very plan that God had for your life. Expose the enemy by continuing to keep moving forward. Expose the enemy by saying, ha, God lives on the inside of me and I shall go forth and do greater. Yeah, they may have hurt you. Yeah, they may have caused you to be disappointed, but God is saying that I have a laughter that I'm going to place on the inside of you that as you laugh, the enemies are going to run. As you laugh, literally chains are going to break not only off your life, but other people's lives. Because of the hell that you went through, God is giving you a heaven sent and a heaven experience. You guys, you have to receive what God is saying. He has me in this with this Joseph experience and the story for a reason. And I believe that many of you are going to have testimonies about what God did for your life. It is bigger than it is about the God. It's about God getting the glory from your story. It is about God getting the shine from, from everything that we go through in life because God is faithful. He is the one that never fails. And so you have to be okay when you outgrow your seasons or your environments. You may have been frustrated, irritated, not understanding, well, nobody get me or this and that. Be at peace. Let God work through you. Be patient. Let him pace you and flow and go and grow to the next season, the next place where God wants you to be. You have to know that um, that truly greater things are coming for you when you let go of the less, when you let go of the things that were small, when you let go of the past, there's always going to be greater in your future. When God closes one door, he will not allow, when God allows a door to be closed, he wouldn't allow that door to be closed for nothing to be in the future. God always works in multiplication. He works exponentially. He works greater. He works in ways that is beyond our comprehension. God works in, in abundance, you guys. So if you had to let go of this one person, this one situation, the one beside it, whatever it was, there's something greater that is ahead for your life. There's a greater door, a greater opportunity. There is something greater that is ahead for your life and you cannot afford to give up. You cannot afford to give up. You have to stand still and watch the word that God placed on in the inside of you by um, not giving up by trusting in him, by saying, Father, I know that you're going to bring deliverance. I know that you're going to bring healing. I know that you're going to bring manifestation of the promise that you said is mine. You have to understand this, you guys. God will use whoever or whatever that tried to attack you to actually push you to move forward to where you're supposed to be, you guys. I want to just reiterate this to you. You know, as people try to attack you and do things, understand that God was always with you. He never left you. He never left you in your pit experience. Even though you was like, God, where are you? And it felt dry, felt like you were um, desolate and, and, and didn't really have much, but God was with you. He was with you the whole time. And know that true indeed, as he was with you back then, through the pit season, he's definitely gonna be with you in this palace season, you guys. So stay in courage. Stay encouraged because like I said, the pit experience will catapult you to the next thing or the very thing that God have for your life, okay? So, um, you know, stay planted. That's what I, I really want you to, to stay planted because Joseph stayed planted. He went to prison. Of course, I mean, he could have tried to break out of prison, but he stayed planted because he understood, I'm gonna let God fight this battle. 
and you know uh joseph allowed his gifts to be used in prison by interpreting dreams and stuff for people and that very gift is what got him out of prison excuse me because pharaoh needed interpretation so by using his gift, you have to keep using your gifts while going through hell. You have to keep using your gifts, keep encouraging people, keep moving forward, keep working, keep doing what God tells you to do while going through because somebody, you have one person, that one person could go relay a me another message or another thing to another person of greater influence that say, hey, I need you, I need your services. And before you know it, overnight, you're, you're shifting into a, a new season. Joseph, yes, for years went through. And... Um, you may have been going through for years as well, but God can change things for you overnight. He really can, you guys. So know that the pit to the palace is not far off. I just declare and decree that the pit experience, the pit season that you've been uh, experiencing and the toiling and all of that will be over and that you are entering into your season, your palace season, your season of, of, of more than enough, of plentiful, you guys, of, um, of greatness and of plentiful, and that literally you God will use the test that you've been through as a testimony to help somebody else you all as I had to understand as I mentioned a lot about it's bigger than me I had to understand majority of the things that I've gone through in life one just about me but it's to help me to cultivate my character so that I can be uh, willing and able to help another person so that I can get on here and share some some true and real stuff with you guys so that I can literally be like listen I, I know it don't feel good I know you're going through this I know you're going through that but from my experience he helped me he brought me out so I know that the same God that brought me out will bring you out as well you all grab a hold that this is your time your season and your hour for your palace experience. Your palace experience is near. Go through the process. Don't try to rush God. Understand that God's timing is perfect, but I, I do speak into existence and speak into the atmosphere that your season of delay is over, that whatever tried to withhold, whatever tried to withhold the goods, whatever tried to withhold the relationship, whatever in you that needs to be resolved and fixed, God, heal it, deliver it so that you can be ready to receive your promise. You could be ready to receive the, the palace. You guys, this is the time, the hour, and the season to use the influence that God gives you, that God gives you for his name's sake. The, the, the uh, platform, the stage that's given to us, it is not for our own glory, but it is to give him glory. When you keep that in mind, you will constantly see your life be elevated. Constantly, constantly, constantly see your life be elevated. But you guys, this is your time to shine. This is your time to be the light like never before. This is your time, regardless of what type of hell you've experienced, God has a greater plan for your life. Grab a hold of it. Don't let it go. Don't let anything shake you out of position. But God has you on his mind. As Joseph understood after going through everything, after being rejected, his whole family turned against him. His whole family, guys, turned against him. But yet and still, in the end, he said, I'm going to forgive him. Because y'all thought, y'all was going to see my destruction but God had a greater plan in the he had a greater plan for my life God has a greater plan for your life it's all working out for your good grab a hold of it 
God is with you. And I want to hear the testimonies about what God did for your life. You guys stay encouraged. And like I always say, remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you guys.